Hi there from the Communications and Public Engagement team at Summit County, Utah. This is Summit in Six. Let's kick things off and get caught up. Hey everyone, welcome back to another week of news here on Summit in Six. We're going to kick things off today with a quick recap of this week's Dakota Pacific related work session. Then we'll jump into a recap of key agenda items from Wednesday's council meeting. Finally, we'll wrap things up by talking about a key engagement opportunity for our listeners to participate in related to parking. All right, Isaac, let's get into the news. On Thursday, February 1st, the County Council held a special session to continue discussions with Dakota Pacific Real Estate regarding their property at Kimball Junction. After a look at traffic impacts at the Kimball Junction I-80 interchange last week, this week's session focused on residential density. As part of the discussion, council members reviewed the types of housing and the number of units Dakota Pacific is proposing as part of their Plan C proposal. The conversation centered around the ability for Dakota Pacific to potentially adjust the types of housing offered, such as affordable housing and senior living, as well as the potential number of cars this would add to the area. For full replays of each special session and a look at the upcoming schedule, visit summitcounty.info slash DPRE meetings. At this week's county council meeting, the council and the Summit County Community Development Department participated in a visioning exercise for the Klein-Dolly property. For some background, the Klein-Dolly property is approximately 30 acres of land just past Jeremy Ranch Elementary along the Rasmussen Frontage Road. Summit County closed on the property on January 31st, 2017. So, on Wednesday, the Community Development Department presented the Council a site overview, which included context analysis, zoning and land use assessment, opportunities and physical constraints study, and an examination of potential use options for the Council's consideration related to the property. The Council moved through a series of six poster boards and were asked to share their thoughts about what makes a place great, what types of housing and neighborhood designs they might like to see on this property, what kinds of amenities, public gathering spaces, and open spaces would be preferred, and more. To be clear, this exercise was just to have the council define a list of priorities they have for the site that could be incorporated into a future design concept. This was just step number one. From here, Staff will take all of the comments made at this week's meeting and come back to council with a more refined vision for the property. After that, the public will be engaged to give their feedback and input for the property. We'll be sure to keep our listeners informed with each step in this process as it moves forward. In the meantime, you can read more about this history of the property and listen back to this initial visioning session at summitcounty.info slash kleindolly. That's C-L-I-N-E. D-A-H-L-E. Also at this week's county council meeting, a public hearing was held related to a temporary zoning ordinance, or TZO, that would amend the requirements for certain subdivisions in both the Snyderville Basin and Eastern Summit County development codes. In short, the TZO puts stricter timelines on review and response for subdivision applications for single-family 
two-family, and townhome development applications. There would be up to four review cycles of 20 days allowed. It also changes the final land use authority for these subdivision applications. For applications three lots or less on the east side and nine lots or less in the Snyderville Basin, the final authority would become the Community Development Director. For applicants four lots or larger on the east side and ten lots or greater in the Snyderville Basin, the county manager would become the final authority. The purpose of the ordinance is to bring the Snyderville Basin and Eastern Summit County Development Codes into compliance with the changes to state code made in Senate Bill 174 back in the 2023 legislative session. That bill required the county to have the amendments in place prior to yesterday, February 1st, 2024. So is there a reason it's temporary? Yes. So the reason staff pursued a temporary zoning ordinance is because they expect that legislation passed in the current 2024 legislative session will change what is required. We're going to keep our listeners updated on the outcomes of this year's legislative session and how it affects the subdivision process moving forward. Let's talk about parking, Summit County. It's no surprise to any of us that the majority of the Summit County workforce commutes into Park City and Kimball Junction from other cities, and Park City alone welcomes over half a million tourists annually. These transportation demands combined with tourism, recreation, and special event visitors contribute to significant congestion on the Gateway Corridors, SR-224 and SR-248. During high congestion times, drivers look for alternative routes through neighborhood streets, reducing the safety and comfort for pedestrians and cyclists. While the community has several park and ride lots, a comprehensive strategy integrated with public transit and active modes has never been identified. So Summit County and Park City are conducting a regional parking needs assessment and policy review of the park and ride facilities across the region. And they want to hear from you. A survey has been developed to help gather your comments and concerns about park and ride facilities, transportation, and parking. You can take the survey today through Friday, February 9th at summitcounty.info slash PNR survey. All right, that's all the news we have for this week. Tune in next week for more on Summit in 6. Summit in 6.